When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Darren Nicholson is a Grammy-nominated bluegrass and Americana musician from Western North Carolina. As a member of the bluegrass band Bossom Range, Darren is the recipient of 11 IBMA awards. Darren also fronts his own band, the Darren Nicholson Band, and has just released his third CD, an EP featuring the new single, Any Highway. Darren is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi, Darren. Welcome to the podcast today. Glad to be with you, bud. Thanks for uh, taking the time out of your uh, your nice hike on this beautiful day this, today in, in the midst of all that we're dealing with in the world. Man, it's gorgeous. It's, uh, the best way to social distance yourself is to get in the mountains of western North Carolina. And I, I'm a thousand miles from anybody. That's right. And it's a nice reminder that uh, in spite of what's going on, we live in a beautiful world. We live in a gorgeous world, and you know what, man? This is uh, this is a great time to reconnect with nature, and uh, you know, I think we're going we're going to see a global reset where you see people starting to look at what's really important and and kind of disconnecting a lot from the media and getting back out to uh, you know getting back close to nature. Getting out, I've been doing a lot of hiking, been doing some fishing, and. Uh, I'm out today just enjoying life, man. Yeah, good. Good for you, man. I hope we all learn that lesson and do more of that for sure. Yes, sir. So um, I, I presume that a lot of people know you as one of the members of Bossom Range who have been highly decorated for uh, for the, the, the music that you guys created and the shows that you put on. Um, what... If you don't mind, let's back up just a little bit. What what were you involved with before uh, you became a part of Bossom Range? Well, I've been playing music my whole life. My, my parents played music, and like I said, I'm from the mountains of western North Carolina, and here they taught it in the schools, mountain music and dance. It was just part of the culture here, but yeah. my family, about everybody in my family played bluegrass and country music. And this is this is before they called it Americana. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was just it was just kind of country music, all that old time, and bluegrass was all under the kind of the country umbrella. And so we would have music at our house on Friday and Saturday night, and we'd have thirty people over. You know, we'd have uh, you know there'd be people sitting around playing electric guitars and banjos, and 
Yeah. All kinds of stuff, you know. And so it was just nobody really put a definition on, hey, this is bluegrass or, hey, this is country. It was just kind of country people getting together yeah. know, to, to entertain themselves. But that's how I started. And then my first, uh, I played music my whole life for money, you know, uh, even when I was a teenager. We'd play a lot of events in the area, weddings and parties and barbecues, all kinds of festivals. And uh, then my, my, I guess my first professional job was in 2004. I was about 19 years old at the time, I guess. And uh, I went to work for uh, Alicia Nugent, who was oh, on sure. Rounder Records. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and she was hot as a firecracker then, and we were playing the Grand Ole Opry all the time. And so hmm. when I was 18 years old, I started playing on the Grand Ole Opry. And... and uh, just kind of never look back, you know. I'm still going down there and playing that thing. So. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. how, how did uh, Bossom Range get together? They've been around for uh, how long now? Twelve years? Longer than that? Uh, thirteen years. It started in 2007 in okay. March 2007. So right now, thirteen years. Okay. Um, but uh, in 2006, I've been with Alicia for three years, and during that time, we, like I said, we were doing the opera, and I was touring. With a guy named Merle Haggard, sure, music <laughs> icon, yeah, and uh, we opened a lot of shows for him. But then uh, I came off the road because my son was starting school, and mm-hmm. and uh, I started playing a, a few shows at home. And in 2006, when I was winding up my stint with Alicia, Buddy Melton and I did a solo project about the same time, hmm. and a lot of the same guys played on that that that. The, those solo projects, Tim Sturrett and Mark Pruitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was kind of the nucleus of Boston Range. And at the end of 2006, I found myself at home with my son starting school and and all these other guys. Uh, Mark had came off the road with Ricky Skaggs. Tim had came off the road from the Isaacs and the Kingsman. And uh, we all found ourselves in the same county in Western North Carolina and said, hey, you want to do a few shows together? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, 13 years later, and we've done, I think, 14 or 15 albums. Wow. Wow. So you just never know what the future holds. You right. Know? Yeah. Did, did you guys have any any idea that the kind of magic that you've been able to create together with music was there when you started? Could you could you feel that, or, or was it not that conscious? No, it wasn't caught. You know, I think the best things kind of happen organically. Sure. You know? Yeah. And uh, and it, it was honestly more business-oriented. The first thoughts of getting together, the music was good, you know. But but I was used to playing really good music, you know, with Alicia and that band. That was a, that was a really hot band for mm-hmm. three years. And so when I came off the road, I was like, man, I just don't know if I'm going to. I don't know if I'll ever play music to that level again, but wow. Western North Carolina is the home of so many great musicians. Right, And right. so I ended up looking around in my kitchen, I'm like, hey, these guys are great, you know, and, uh, and you know, this could be fun. And so the music right off the bat, was, it was good, you know, and I knew that we had something that was a little more than your local band, you know. Um, but uh, we, we kind of sat down, and what got me on board with Boston Range is all the guys were serious about, hey, we don't want to travel anymore, but we're serious about making a living playing music mm-hmm. and the business part of the, the music part. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what that's what kind of piqued my interest because 
you know, a lot of people have a hard time making a living playing music. And, sure, uh, yeah. And so when you can get five guys that are, like, deadly serious about the commitment of, of all the, the business parts of the music, like most people think if they play good and sing good, that things will just happen. Yeah. And, yeah. and sometimes that's the case. Yeah. It's very rare. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, I, I was kind of, these guys were all level-headed guys. They weren't. They wanted the age where they wanted to go party and it be a big yeah. all the time, you know, because a lot that's a that's a big uh, occupational hazard for a lot of musicians. Sure, it is. Yeah, you know, they don't they don't take it, they don't take it serious, you know. And these guys are all serious about it. So I knew back then that hey, this is a good spot for me to be. So you guys have uh, won, like, I think uh, maybe like 11 IBMA awards or something like that, and I'm sure there's other things in there too. Uh, you know, it just kind of seems like it, it, everything that you said just clicked. And and um, have you been able to kind of isolate what the magic is? What, what is it that makes, uh, outside the business, obviously that that's critical, but you could do everything right from a business perspective and if you don't have the right if the music's not uh, there you still don't you still don't get to make it and sure. I, um there's just something special about you guys do you have any have you has it ever been a topic of discussion do you have any idea what the magic is well i think uh you know the music part of it we were just having fun mm -hmm. and um I do think there's something about all being from the same area. Western North Carolina, there's a magic in the music here. Yeah. You know, okay. a lot of people, great musicians relocate to Nashville, but Nashville don't produce great musicians. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like, you know, um, like Western North Carolina produces from Doc Watson to Earl Suggs. There's a certain type of timing and a certain type of rhythm mm -hmm. that happens in North Carolina when you talk about the greats of bluegrass or country music. Yeah. You know, from North Carolina, you're talking about um, Doc Watson, like I said, Earl Scruggs, but then you've got Mark Pruitt, Steve Sutton, Arvel Freeman, Mike Hunter, Randy Davis, all these people who've had these legendary bluegrass careers. And there's something in the water here. So I mm -hmm. think that's part of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, you kind of see that too, like Ohio kind of has its own kind of bluegrass sure. sound. Yeah. Um, uh, East Tennessee, uh, Kentucky kind of has its own kind of bluegrass sound, but there's something very distinct about West North Carolina bluegrass, and there's an energy in it. And I think a lot of that has to do with the dance part of it. Mm -hmm. Like we all grew up playing square dances and flogging. Okay. And so then when we, when we play regular songs, we still play it with that kind of rhythm and mm -hmm. that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, Interesting. Uh, the the two things I think that really stand out for Boston Range, and we just kind of got lucky. Uh, from one, we have four singers that can sing all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's what I loved about the Eagles music is. Sure, yeah. It didn't matter if John Henley or Glenn Fry was singing. It was good, and you knew the harmony was going to be Yeah, good. right. Yeah. And so you weren't just saying, oh, man, John Henley's going to sing all the songs. Or it, it didn't matter. Sure, yeah. You knew that they had really great song material, and that, 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 that's the, kind of the staple for me for Boston Rangers is the material, finding songs that are, that are, um, that are kind of universally impacting. Mm -hmm. We don't do a lot of hokey, we don't do a lot of hokey songs. We don't play bluegrass songs about bluegrass mm -hmm. or, or about how country we are. Or, you know, we're doing songs like Things I Miss and Blue Mountain and yeah. Eldorado Blue. Yeah. Wide River to Cross and songs that have more depth than just your, than your corn husk kind of bluegrass. Sure. Yeah. 
songs, you know what I mean? And that's what I always loved about the Eagles music, you know, is they have songs that would, it didn't matter when they were recorded, you can relate to them today. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that's what we always look for in material. And so I think those are kind of the things, having the Western North Carolina sound and, and a bunch of different singers in the band, so where we can do those big old harmonies and things like that, um, that's kind of, to me, what makes it interesting mm-hmm. for the yeah for sure no I, I get that and and you're right there is a there is a depth to the music that's very appealing um, you want to you want to listen to it and and hear the try to hear the story and the thoughts into the lyrics that you guys put out there so I appreciate that yeah um, and, you know for, for, the, for the listener you know having a different lead singer a lot of times you know when you, a lot of times you go hear a band and you, you listen to them for an hour or an hour and 15 minutes whatever the same guy sings all the songs. Right. Yeah. And uh, and so that's uh, that gets boring. That gets, yeah. Even 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 if you love a singer, you know it just it it wears on the ear a little bit. And yeah. So, no, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. It's not having a variety. You know, it's I always say I like ice cream, but after the third gallon, I just can't eat any more ice cream. So <laughs> it's nice to have a little variety. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you mentioned earlier that uh, you, you guys kind of had this this commitment to not wanting to be caught up in the travel aspect of it as much, and I I, uh, I know that uh, for you at least, you've got other things going on. I presume that all of the guys in the band all uh, were able to maintain other other side a side life. Is that right? Yeah. Well, uh, to be honest with you, Boston Rain has had. You know, all the success Boston Range has had, they've done as a part-time band, basically. Yeah, okay. You know, we, we, when we started, we had like a seldom thing type approach just because um, we played a lot. In the first couple of years, we played in Western North Carolina a lot. We mm-hmm. were doing like 200-plus dates a year. And uh, and we liked that because we'd all been traveling. We wanted a break from traveling. You know, we were we were playing music, good music, and making a little money staying in our own bed every night mm-hmm. and so yeah that was a huge that was a huge plus for all of us but as Boston Range grew we happened to you know it did happen to start getting popular and so people called us to start doing bigger shows but we said early on you know we we, we don't want to do everything we don't want to be out there beating the road playing every every bar and every every club everything so we did kind of pick and choose the dates that we wanted to do and, and try to go you know, we want to do the Merle Fest, and we want to do the, the Terry Ride Colorado and, and things like that. It's not that the other dates aren't that important, but we ha- we all have other things going on. Like Mark, when we started, Mark was the head of soil and erosion control mm. in Haywood Kent. So he had a job, and he was very close to retirement. So you can't take a guy who's close to retirement and have him go play every festival all over the country. Sure, you know? yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. And, and Buddy was working for the state of North Carolina at the time with the water department. He's a, a scientist, a, a biochemist. And uh, Caleb's building guitars for a living, uh, Caleb Smith. And then Tim, Tim was working with Mark in his office. Okay. Uh, and, and, and now that Mark's retired, Tim has his own job. So he's doing, like, uh, soil and erosion control. For, it's an environmental thing. Right. And so, so you know, we just... Trying to find that balance yeah. between family and having a career and then playing music and, and making a little money, making ends meet, uh, and having fun, it's been 
it's been hard at times because as the band grows, there's more demand. Sure. But at the same time, you know, we have to say no to a lot of things, which isn't always good. But but at the same time, you know, you can't do everything. Right. Yeah. And you've got your own side project. You have your own band, right? I'm the only sorry one that won't work. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> no, I was a banker for 10 years. Okay. In, in Nashville, North Carolina. And that's what I was doing uh, when I came off the road in Alicia and Boston Range started. But um, the last uh, four or five years, I'm just playing music full time. Mm-hmm. I got the banking industry was changing, and, and I was just, you know, music is where my heart is. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's just who I am. You know, that's what I grew up doing. And so when Boston Range is not on the road, I play a lot of local gigs. A lot of the stuff that Boston Range used to do that Boston Range kind of outgrew, you know, I find myself doing, I do, you know, some weddings, um, a lot of private parties, a mm-hmm. lot of corporate events, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then gigs, you know, in the area. And uh, but you've you've been able to uh, record a couple uh, records and have some charting success though, right? Yeah, yes. I've done um, three full solo albums, and I'm working on a fourth. I just released an EP of three songs. Um, a song that I wrote called "Any Highway" with my buddy Charles Humphrey, who's a family member of Steve Rangers. We write a lot of songs together, and uh, and so it, that's. The creative part of me, I'm also the youngest in the band, too. You know, some of the other guys are just by default getting older, and, you know, they don't necessarily have, they love music, but they don't have the fire in their belly like I do. I'm I'm 36 years old, so I'm still yeah. fairly young in the music world. Yeah, you know? but, yeah, uh, yeah. In, so, in the music world, it's kind of like being a supermodel. You're over, over the hill at 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, it, yeah, there, there's guys in the music business that are in their 70s and 80s, at least in the bluegrass business, still still kicking uh, yeah. it pretty hard. So you got you got a long yeah. career ahead of you then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's kind of why I'm doing the solo project because I want to keep going and, and keep you know keep creating music and having a footprint because you know someday those guys in Boston Range will want to retire and and I've got you know I want to keep going when they do you know yeah. So what's what's next up on tap for Boston Ranger? You guys working on a new record? Yeah, yeah, we're working on a brand new studio project, and we just um, we've got I think the best collection of songs we've ever had. Wow! And uh, and we just recorded four of them uh, two weeks ago, and we were supposed to go in the studio this week, but with everything that's going on um, right now, we, we just we they canceled the studio for couple of weeks and we're going to get back in there now it's a great time because we're not touring and we have had some dates uh canceled you know just because of the, the, the right. shutdown right right yeah yeah it's a great time to go in and record and great time to write music and great time to work on the creative part of it and you have an album that's out or coming out personally with your band well my i've got a ep that just came out it's like three songs um and two of them, I haven't made the third one available yet, but two of them are available on CD Baby right now for download and for uh, um, for, for sale right now. One's called Any Highway, mm-hmm. and the other one's called $100. Okay. So. And those are actually, uh, I think I've heard both of them on um, on XM, right? Bluegrass Junction? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. they've been playing those Series 6 and um, they should be on Spotify now. They should be all those 
place as well for people like Sassoon, but Fish XM is really good, you know, Spotify and the, that's, a, that's another weird time for the music world, all the downloading and, or the streaming. Yeah. Rather, you know, it just doesn't pay the artist. No, um, I understand. Like, like some of the other, like some of the other avenues do, and I think they're, they're still working on legislation with some of that, but, uh, it's kind of like the Wild West. The, even the record companies don't know how to how yeah. to kind of deal with it. Yeah, you really yeah. have to get your streaming numbers super super high in order for it to really pay off. I right. think fifteen hundred spins on streaming equals one album sale. Wow, wow, that's so crazy. So that kind of puts it in perspective. Yeah, so, yeah. Know. Well, it certainly uh, reemphasizes or brings home the point that uh, you mentioned earlier about part of the success of Boston Ranges, you, you better know the business side of music yeah. uh, uh, because if you think you can re- go in the studio, you can you can do that pretty easy now. You can do it in your basement if you if yeah. you have the right technology, but just because you record an album doesn't mean you're going to sell 100,000 of them either. It could be a great album too, and you could yeah. be very talented, but you know, the business dictates, you know, you might be the most talented guy working at the mill down there. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. You know? So, so um, trying try to get that to translate into a career and a living is just, you know, it's it, uh, right now it's kind of a, it, 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 it's changing right in front of our eyes. Right for now. sure, yeah, and and part of it is is uh, some changes we didn't even see coming. So it's going to be interesting to see how right. the festival season recovers and and all that kind yeah. of stuff too. So we certainly. Um, Feel for you guys out there, and and wish you the best, and hoping everything gets gets a, gets restarted here soon. If, if people want to reach out and um, purchase your music or the band's music, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, and that's a great point. Right now, you know, I think people will be they'll be talking at the bit to get out and go to a festival when all this is said and done. Absolutely, if yeah. you really want to support the artist, um, you know, of course, streaming. A lot of people do that, and, and that's awesome if you want to stream. But but going to their website and buying their, their records and downloading their music directly is a wonderful, wonderful way to support the artist. And, you know, it's a great time to sit at home and listen to music and, and fall back in love with music. Yeah. Music is a healing is a healing thing, and uh, you know, it's just a, it's a, a, a wonderful way to... Uh, to support the artist. My website is darrennicholson.net and that's B-A-R-R-E-N and Nicholson like Jack and then balsamrange.com B-A-L-S-A-M R-A-N-G-E dot com. Great. And so go, go support your favorite artist and check out some new music because we're still creating it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you guys are too and, and we're, we'll be anxious to to see all of you live here and hopefully sooner than later. So I appreciate it. Thanks, Darren. It was good talking well, to you, man. Hey, I, I want to say thank you for, uh, for putting up with me and talking to me while I'm out here hiking. I'm in the woods <laughs> and, and I'm breathing heavy. So if it sounds like an obscene phone call to anybody out there, I'm really sorry about that. That's okay. We know it's just you and the bears in the woods, so it's all good. At least you're not running right, from thanks, one. <laughs> thanks, Darren. Thank all right, take yeah, care. Yeah, man. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.